0: All right, welcome back. Uh, this is part two of episode three. Part two of episode three, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Part two of episode three. Okay. Right. Uh, John. It is... no. What's the date? It's like November the 3rd? No, no. November the 24th. Why do I think it's the 3rd? What's wrong with me? I'm thinking December. November 24th. mm mm-hmm. what, What's everyone going crazy for right now, John? What's your phone blinging with? What are you getting emails about? What are you seeing everywhere? What's what, online everywhere? Black Friday. Black fucking Friday. Yeah. Black fucking Friday. hmm as a businessman that studied business yeah, business sure. stuff, because mm-hmm. you're like a businessman, yeah? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on Black Friday, just out of interest? Do you like it, or are you like, yeah. fuck this shit? Um,
1: personally, I don't really embrace it the way that I used to. I think it's a day where businesses basically get people to buy a bunch of things that they don't need.
0: It's like they've got mm. too much stock or something, they need to get rid of that stock. Yeah, essentially, that is what it is. And obviously, if something's good, Mm -hmm. the business of it's still going to stay strong. So you're not going to get, like, new iPhones or cheap fucking deals or anything like that. Yeah, of course. It's very calculated. But Mm -hmm. you can still get
1: a good bargain. You can, but is it a bargain if you don't really need it? Well, so this is...
0: This is is the debatable thing about it. I've got to do my Christmas shopping this weekend, John. Okay. And I think I might go heavy onto these Black Friday sales. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm the other gonna thing, I'm going to do the same Right It makes sense to you And I'm going to do it online Because I ain't going to the stores Because fuck that John That's like real life <laughs> I'd rather do it online I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't got time for all that shit um, And then the other thing is like Why is it called Black Friday When it's really Black Weekend Isn't it Because it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday They say Black Friday Black Monday But it's actually It's Black Friday And Cyber Monday isn't it Is it it that what it is Yeah That's their whole marketing campaign Yeah basically. But the sale starts on Friday And pretty much lasts All the way till like Monday Doesn't it I just I think this might be my new way to do all my Christmas shopping, John.
1: I'm surprised you haven't done it from before. To be honest, do you know what? Like eh? Years past, you wow, haven't. I haven't. I've been oh, pretty
0: wow. kind of dumb and kind of just being like, well, because I like to fit into my life. I'm I'm all about convenience, John. Yeah, when, you're very practical. When when I can find time, and it's also money. It's like have I saved up enough money? Blah blah. blah. But I've got the money now. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to do my Christmas shopping. Yep. So this weekend, John, I'm I'm Christmas shopping. I shopping. love
1: how all your topics are said around presents, by the way, and gifts. And In it, <laughs> it seems like
0: all I fucking do is buy gifts. <laughs> I genuinely don't buy that many gifts, but every time we podcast, I'm fucking buying gifts. Are you going to say it? any lads that you'll go fucking here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she knows the shit, man. She knows I don't like buying stuff. She knows I get stressed out about this. <laughs> but, like, Christmas shopping is long because the list just gets longer and longer and longer and longer. Mm-hmm. See, what I like is... Guys, don't tend... Don't... Like, f- guy friends, we don't buy each other gifts. No. Female friends, yeah. They want to buy you a gift, you got to buy them a gift. But guy friends, you ain't got to worry about that. I was talking about immediate family, I'm not buying anyone gifts. Like, so I've got to get my like, immediate family stuff, but then my immediate family, I have seven nieces and nephews on top of that. Fuck. Yeah. And then, obviously, my partner, and her... her she's from a family of four, and then they've got uh, their own kid, a, like, nephew on their side as well, and then parents. So... My Christmas has doubled this year compared to last year, basically. Hey, listen, I'm on team, single, so, uh, uh, team singles, so... Team singles cheap. Team singles good, job Yeah, it is. I kept saying... At this it. time of year in particular... Do you know what I kept saying? Do you I...
1: know what happens as well, yeah? Listen, so... Have you heard of the expression, "cuffing season, Rich? <laughs> no. Okay, so have you, have you noticed the trend with a lot of girls? Particularly, you know, the girls that you find on Twitter. So, when it comes to the summer months, yeah... Everyone wants to be single, don't they? But yeah. when it gets colder, once it gets nearer to you know, say September, October, everyone's <laughs> clamoring, yeah. Right. On Tinder, like it's very active, yeah. Yeah, you'll get a whole bunch more interest in these months, yeah, <laughs> than you will at any other time of the year. Why? Because <laughs> hoes are hustling for presents. <laughs> this is why. Okay.
0: Thank you. So yeah. Do you know what it's I tried, just, mm? I tried to say. I tried to say, let's just break up for Christmas, okay? Let's just, let's just not be together for Christmas.
1: <laughs> you know them back in the days ones where certain guys would just knock off their girls yes. on like December twenty. <laughs> yeah, I think I tried that last year and it didn't work. <laughs> I actually did try that last year. <laughs> and the girl's like, are you serious? Right before Christmas? I was like, oh, shut up. Man. <laughs> we
0: sound like dickheads.
1: Hey, disclaimer though. Uh, this is not indicative of me in all relationships, okay? No, <laughs> that no. just wasn't a happy situation. No, and my, thoughts, my <laughs> thoughts are
0: mainly about Christmas and just how much effort Christmas is. I don't know if I enjoy Christmas anymore. Like, when I was a kid, I obviously I loved it. Yeah. And like, in your 20s, it's kind of a bit like, ah, oh, it's just there. It's, sometimes it's fun when you're like, oh, I'm going to go get drunk with workmates and so I'm going to go do this. And mm-hmm. then you get older and then you're kind of like, oh, I'm not too fussed about the parties anymore. I'm kind of like... Yeah, I want to spend it with my nieces and nephews. You know, you get that kind of fun. I want to make it special for them, but like, for me, it's just there's so much to do over Christmas. With the from the presents to deciding how you're spending Christmas, where you're going, who you're spending it with, who you're mm. going to see, fitting in all your friends to try and see them and that time and as then well, partner and your partner and your partners, and, family your partners and, family. and your partner's family. And basically, like you know, very fortunate for us, we get two weeks off for Christmas, but. That whole two weeks is pretty much booked off because you're just busy constantly. You're constantly doing stuff. It becomes it, it mm. becomes like a social work thing. And that's what annoys me. Oh my god. I yeah. like socialising for fun. Mm. I don't want to socialise because I have to socialise. And I not socialise like, because, because I want forced. to forced. You can't yes, it talk does. about
1: what you want to talk about, like you know what I mean? Not quite oh it's just yeah. I get you, it's stress, it's hassle. Absolutely.
0: Huh. And then thinking of presents is, you know, that. I, listen, uh, we already talked about on the first podcast, how much effort I find presents, <laughs> but finding presents for like, even my family who I've known my whole life is stressful. Mm-hmm. It's it's a stressful time, John. Yeah. That's why I'm just going to be yeah. like, right, Amazon, Black Friday sales. What's going what's go on? What's going on? Oh yeah, I like that. Okay. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Did you say what's going on? In? <laughs> yeah, I
1: did. <laughs> time out, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how funny are? <laughs> Why is that funny? Because you don't seem like a while kind of person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you know what? I've grown up in Wolfhamstone my whole life. This is how we talked in Rushcroft. This is how we talked in school. <laughs> the worst thing is... <laughs>
1: Okay, one hood point for Rich. <laughs> Every time you say something hood, you get another point. Man. So, so
0: far, Rich is on one hood point. <laughs> but basketball-wise, I've completely ruined myself. <laughs> I'm like minus five. <laughs> Los Angeles mix. <mixture. laughs> okay. I, the funniest thing is, is when you say it like around kind of like 40-year-old like people or whatever, they haven't got... Cl- I, I say it quite a lot. Like it's it's genuinely part of my... I do say it a lot, and where my buddy Joe, I work with my buddy Joe, and Joe and me had the same upbringing, like grew up on the same road, went to yeah, the same yeah. school, mm-hmm. and we bring it out of each other more. So we start talking like we're teenagers in school <laughs> again. So I'm saying things that I never used to say, like I haven't yeah. said in years. <laughs> because I'm hanging out with sense. him. <laughs> okay, John, you ready? I don't know what you've got in your hands, but I'm credited <laughs> worry Considering I can see The <laughs> top right of the page <laughs> there's, there's 22 pages I'm not going to go Through all 22 pages Okay So I have something called Ankylosing spondylitis John What in the fuck is that? Uh, it's It's arthritis in the spine Don't worry about it It's, it's fine Every, Loads of people have it It ain't a biggie But I, The medication I'm on Right mm. Has always been like anti steroids, Which is just like A pill that I take And it just stops the inflammation It's sure. like Oh ladida da. But it ain't working so great at the moment. I can't sleep at night. I wake up every night in quite a bit of pain. So, I'm changing. This is the exciting part. I'm changing my medication to a new kind of, to anti, what's called anti-TNF treatment, where you have to inject yourself mm-hmm. and it attacks certain cells in your autoimmune system okay. and stops them from working, which then stops the, the, the progression of the disease. Does that make sense? But wow, what residual effects does that have? Because it sounds quite... You can get more colds, you can get more... Because so you it's your autoimmune system, obviously, yeah. it lowers yeah. that in a way. So you can kind of get a bit more lower kind of illnesses and stuff. Obviously, it depends on your lifestyle. My lifestyle, I'm around a lot of germs and stuff, unfortunately. Kind yeah. of it's mm. related to work and whatnot. It's just kind of part and parcel of it. But the what they do is they can often put your condition into remission so your condition goes away for a little while and you feel fucking great okay. and it can progress to, like stop the disease for a long time which is fantastic so that, that's the next treatment and I'm looking into it so that sounds like a win right that sounds like a win mm-hmm. okay now I was all ready for this I was set up for this John I had a few hospital appointments so I was like alright I'm, I'm on it I'm ready I'm not looking forward to injecting myself in the leg I'm a bit of a pussy but alright I'll do it it's cool man if it's for my health I'll do it yeah motherfuckers called me up on Tuesday and they're like, we've been discussing all the consultants, we've all met up, and, and we want you to do a clinical trial. Do you know what a clinical trial is, John? Vaguely. So, a clinical trial is where they test out drugs, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like a human guinea pig. So, I've always been very reluctant whenever they've talked about it before, but they're so hell-bent on wanting me to do it because I basically fit all the criteria they need. You know, like I'm this young uh, British guy because they need people from all over the world. I in. Mean, I'm... like. They they kept calling me young, young British guys. I um, know, well, I know. Why does it I know, have to be you? <laughs> I know, but like I have this condition, and you know I haven't used any anti-TNF biological treatments, so they kind of want to use me as a as a as a guinea pig. Now I don't have to do this. This is completely up to my own kind of decision, and I'm gonna ask. Oh, are you your, gonna do it? I'm gonna ask your opinion, John, on if you think I should do it or not. Okay. What happens if your dick falls off? Well, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you some of the things. Okay. So. I went there yesterday. I had a long hour and a half chat with this professional who told me all about it. Now, okay. the treatment is for two possible things. There is one drug called Cosentex. I can never say it. That one is licensed and is used for my condition already. Okay. So, I could get that one. Mm-hmm. Or, I could end up... I don't get choice. That's the other sad thing. I could get the other one, which is a biosimilar. Now, a biosimilar is it's like a copy of a drug. So it's a copy of a licensed drug. It's a licensed drug, but it's copied. Yeah. So it's kind of all put together in a lab. And obviously, the reason they're... I think, I think the way I understood it was the reason they're making it... Hopefully this is interesting not really fucking boring people. The reason they're making it is because they want to try and obviously make cheaper medication. Then more people are, willing, are able to get it. Do you know what I compare this to you? Yeah? Go on.
1: In my own Jonathan Hines, you know... Intellectual, well, no, but brain, yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, cool. you know, years and years ago, could about six years ago, there was an, actually you know an epidemic of girls that would get arse shots,
0: arse okay. injections, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now. <laughs> I don't get injections, injection miles just let everyone... Just uh,
1: let me land, yeah? So there's obviously two options. One is you get it done, you know, the proper way through, you know, licensed doctor, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera, <laughs> yeah. supposedly. But then there's, you know, the other way, which is obviously black market, loads of people putting, you know, lots of um, other substances like in themselves. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, for example, like, like petrol oil and all types of things that obviously <laughs> aren't made to go with the human body. Mm. But there's a lot of people that opted for that anyway, yeah? Mm-hmm. And obviously nowadays there's been, like, loads of issues with people and their health because of it, yeah? Yep. You see lots of pictures of, you know, girls with, like, mutated autism, <coughs> all because of this. So what's the moral of the story, based on what <laughs> I'm saying? Don't do the black market stuff. Not even don't do the black market stuff, but don't do, you know, the...
0: Okay, but... The actual, benef- the actual reason for this is yeah. you are trying to help the world overall. You're trying to be a part of something what, that big shows, no, not that, <laughs> mic on, to show actual benefits of medications and, and to have more medications and to help more people get into remission and to kind of support the condition. Mm-hmm. And they need people to do it. If people don't take that risk, they're not, they're not going to find that research, they're not going to find that findings. Why does it have to be you? Because I fit the criteria You know what
1: It's like You know when you're showing off When you're young or something Yeah Mm. And your mum's like Why does it have to be you It's the same situation Why does it have to be you Okay Why why does it have to be you That's involved Why can't you just be Watching from
0: the outside Seriously (laughs) Okay I see see your thoughts On this already John. Mm. Right So the benefits of it Let's think of the benefits For a second The benefits of a clinical trial Is you are basically seen Pretty much every week For two years and you are checked health wise for everything. So, so, say you have an underlying diabetes problem, or underlying heart condition, or underlying this problem. You are given the best healthcare for two years. So, things are found that other people don't get found. What about outside of the two years? After the two years, that's it. You're fucked. Yeah, it's only for <laughs> the two years. That's part of it. So, what if something develops as a result of the thing sure. after the two year period? Sure, but that's always going to be a possibility with anti TNF treatments. Whatever I take, hmm. there's always going to be a, 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 um, quite a bit of a risk of skin cancer, for example. But it's an increased risk with the new situation, all right? Mm. Hence why they're going through all these protocols
1: to make sure that, you know, you're, you know, ticking along fine.
0: Sure. Yeah, I guess so in a way. All right. But one of them's licensed already, okay? So the licensed one, the, the side effects. Okay. You ready? The very common side effects. Upper respiratory tract infections. Oh, God. And a stuffy nose. Mm-hmm. So that's one out of ten. One out of ten patients. One out of a hundred patients, cold sores, diarrhea, <laughs> runny nose, which is actually called rhinorrhea. Ron- sorry, r- rhinorrhea or ronorrhea is actually what runny nose is called
1: medically. By the way, if you've got a cold sore around me, please know I'm roasting you all day for it. The amount of herpes just are going to fly out my mouth. It's not going to be nice for you.
0: Okay. And an itchy rash. Okay. That's one out of a hundred.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One out of a thousand. Ready? Here we go. It's more drastic. <laughs> Oral yeast infection. Don't be going down on no one. Athlete's foot. No bouquet. They're all yeast. Athlete's foot. Yeah. Low levels of a type of white blood cell, mm-hmm. red eye, which may be accompanied with itching and water- watering mm-hmm. I'm waiting for
1: erectile dysfunction. Is that on the list? <laughs> Is it on the list. Right, that's it. That's oh, the okay. licensed drug. Mm.
0: Now that's actually a good one. <laughs> that's that's, a that's good, good. That's a good situation. <laughs> that's yeah. a good situation. Okay, yeah. You ready for the next one? Here we go. The biosimilar one. <laughs> This one's slightly scarier, John. I'll be honest. Just slightly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I can tell the kid one. <laughs> so it's very peak. going? <laughs> one out of ten. Yeah. Respiratory infections, low cell counts of white blood cells and red blood cells, anemia, increased cholesterol. This is one out of ten. Headache, belly pain, nausea, and vomiting. Right. Elevated blood mark- m- markers of liver damage, rash, muscle and bone pain, injection site reaction. That's 1 out of 10. Okay. How are you feeling about those? It's not ideal,
1: but yeah. Okay. I still wouldn't do it based on that, but yeah, go on.
0: 1 out of 100. hmm Systematic infections. Mm. Skin cancer. 1 in a 100. 1 in 100. <laughs> Increased count of white blood cells. Low count of platelets. Platelets, I don't know what that means. Hypersensitivity uh, allergies. Low blood level of potassium. High blood level of sugar, low blood level of phosphate, blah, 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 dehydration. Mood alterations, including depression, anxiety, and insomnia. One in a hundred. It's just what you need, yeah. Tingling and numbness of extremities, migraine, nerve root compression. Impaired vision, eye infections, and eye swelling. Dizziness. Increased heart rate. High blood pressure. Difficulty breathing, including asthma, painful breathing, cough. Bleeding in the digestive tract. (sighs) Ingestion, heartburn, uh, dry mouth, dry eye, worsening or new onset of cirrhosis. The cirrhosis. Cirrhosis. I think that's like skin, like really dry skin. Okay. Kind of like similar to eczema. Eczema is listed on it. Breaking of the nails, excessive sweating, hair loss, alopecia, skin itch. One in a hundred. Muscle spasms with increase in muscle ex enzymes in the blood. Decreased kidney function, blood and urine. Listen, there's so
1: many things that could potentially happen, yeah. <laughs> like, odds are one of these things are gonna fuck you up, because I'm pretty sure you've said, like, at least 30 things.
0: Chest pains and blood. And the odds are one in fever. a 100
1: of every single one of them happening.
0: Clotting and bleeding disorders increased in blood makers of autoimmunity. Yeah. And impaired healing. I think they might mean hearing. That's one out of 100. Okay. Ready for one out of 1,000? One out of 1,000 is just death, isn't it? Just straight death. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, gone. on.
0: Neurological infections including viral meningitis <laughs> oh, <fuck's it? laughs> Tuberculosis, bacterial infections, eye infections and something I don't know, diverticulitis, Tumour
1: Colitis is nothing to mess with You
0: low platis I can't even say that one. Uh, Sacchodesis, an inflammatory disorder of the lungs, low placids with bruising, stroke tremor or neuropathy, double vision. Deafness or tinnitus. I'm pretty sure I already have that. Heart attack. Abnormal heart rhythm. Decreased heart function. Congestion, heart failure. Erotic aneurysm. Lung disorders, including blood clots, scarring and thickening of the lung tissues. uh, Pancreatitis, inflammation of the pancreas. Mm -hmm. Gallstones and gallbladder inflammation. Night sweats. That sounds quite innocent after the rest. (laughs) You know, like cancer, heart attacks. Mm. Night sweats. (laughs) Yeah. Scar, loss of muscle, nighttime urination, you have to pee a lot at night, that's a bit of a load of pain, erectile dysfunction, (laughs) and inflammation in general. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it feel a bit like if you get one drug, you're fucking sorted, and if you get the other drug, you're basically given a death lesson.
1: (laughs) absolutely. That's actually crazy, you know, like you get all, all them things potentially. And you
0: literally... So the way they, they obviously they did say, with anything, they have to put every single thing down. Mm-hmm. like they can't say, it, even though it's very little possibility, like what they tried to say was, obviously, with every drug, there's actually quite a big one in 101 in that when you take any drug, it's that you know legally, they might only have to list certain things down, but with a trial, they have to list every possible thing that could happen. Okay. So obviously, legal mumble jumble means that they have to list all of this so you're not getting a sugar-coated thing right now you're getting a full full-on this it is works. what can happen yeah so i think
1: th- you know what i'm gonna say already man
0: you're gonna say don't do it well no shit what are you thinking i'm y- thinking you're considering, considering it i
1: am considering you're it. crazy <laughs> you know white people are different <laughs> 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 this comes down to <laughs> That's why that Steve Irwin Donnie got killed Ah, in the forest (laughs) Rest (laughs) in peace. All all that happens to us is we die first in horror films. You (laughs) (laughs) however
0: bloody hell Like, the healthcare that you actually get is really fucking good. For two years, really. It's private, It's private. And like, if you get the good drug, you're fine.
1: Oh my god. You are wild, you know.
0: (laughs) If you get the bad drug, you could still be fine. I might just get a headache and a bit of belly pain every now and then.
1: You could have a heart attack and, you know, erectile dysfunction. All well, that's, like, different.
0: One out of a thousand. I like my odds. I love how erectile
1: dysfunction to be the highest thing that can possibly happen.
0: One out of a thousand. I like my odds,
1: I don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> Honestly, this level of idiocy is just different right now. <laughs> well, by the next podcast, I will let you know my decision. Mm. You're crazy, man. You're actually crazy. I don't believe it. If I don't have it, then I have to have, I still have to have anti-TNF treatment, but I get one that's like the good one, like proven research. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not too many bad things that can happen. Yeah, yeah. Though there still is going to be those, like you're still going to have those risks, but they're just not as big yeah, as severe, this. severe. Like... And, and with the ones that are proven, are uh, licensed, they've got about 20 years research on it, mm-hmm. but it's 20 years research of people doing stuff like this. And it doesn't happen unless people do stuff like this. But why just be the one that's doing the stuff like because this? Because I'm trying to be motherfucking Jesus Christ over yeah. here.
1: Hey man, listen. If you want to die on the cross for all these motherfuckers, <laughs> yeah, you know, go ahead in it. Mister, I'm you know not religious, but you know.
0: Well, I was totally against it. I didn't want it. I didn't want a clinical trial. I kept saying to him, "No, I'm not. I, I'm a hypochondriac. You can't put me on a clinical trial." Like,
1: so at what point did you you know
0: <laughs> change your mind? I think meeting him like do you know what John? yo this is crazy John even just sit, this, this is, I don't trust people this, this is, is funny lie, but huh? this is true right because it's all like it's not NHS as such it's private right who <laughs> fucking who when you sit down the waiting rooms are leather seats John they're leather seats <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna kill yourself a leather
1: seats oh my god I'm done
0: There ain't no one sitting next to you coughing, sneezing, doing this shit next to you. You're fucking like in some luxury place. It's so good, John. They check out your ticker, they check out like your breathing, they check out all your other health. Would you rather live in the Yaris or die in the Bentley? I don't know, I'm living in a fucking Skoda right now. But you're living, right? (laughs) Just about. (sighs) Wild. absolutely wow I I love that you've given me that
1: I just don't understand well you know Rich do we need to talk like off air
0: (laughs) (laughs) do we need like an intervention
1: what's going on
0: (laughs) well the other thing I'm dumbfounded the other thing as well is if I want to have uh, kids for example I couldn't I couldn't do it whilst I'm on that treatment so it'd been two years of not having to have children right you're gonna have kids
1: for the next years
0: I don't know, but I could use that as an excuse not to have kids <laughs> two <the water> <laughs> It's not
1: sounding so bad, though. <laughs> no, I'm joking.
0: Okay, right, I want to play a game. Sure. Yep. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to try this game. Now, I love this game. I might have stolen it, but I don't give a shit. And... Uh, it's... It's kind of testing your knowledge, John, on sport. No,
1: oh, fucking
0: no, man. No, no, don't worry. I know what's
1: going to happen. I'm getting all the basketball. No, no, games. no, no,
0: no. I'm going for football, John. I'm relating it to football because I, w- I don't understand basketball, okay? I don't understand why people like it. I don't understand why people play it. I don't understand because it. it's the best sport in the world. No, so no, football's the best why. sport in the world. You're completely wrong about this. Um, but You both know footballers aren't as athletic as
1: basketball players.
0: I've called this game the Can You Name game, sure. okay? Now... I'm gonna use a really good example first because it's quite hard to kind of pick a certain person. So, I'm gonna use Jermaine Defoe. Okay. Can you name? Now, Jermaine Defoe has played for many football teams, John. He has played for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven football teams. Seven football teams. Now, can Jonathan name seven football teams that Jermaine Defoe has played for? Now I don't I don't Fuck. I don't it doesn't matter if you don't can't name them all, John, but I wanna see how many. Junk can name now I think you're going to be able to name I think I can name three I think you can name four four I think you'll be able to name four uh, okay does this include national
1: team or no, no doesn't include club. national team just clubs
0: <laughs> yeah just clubs alright let's see
1: let's see what John can do West Ham Spurs Bournemouth who else yep. says this fucker played for man that's three uh, I'm trying to go through my head Prem teams uh
0: West Ham, Spurs, Bournemouth. Did he play for Palace? He didn't play for Palace, no. Fuck. Uh... Do you want some hints? Oh, go on then. One hint. Defoe and Crouch played at Spurs together. Where else did they play together? Portsmouth. Well done. Uh... Fucking Portsmouth. Where the fuck are they these days? Right, you want the next hint? It's a really easy hint, I think. Go on then. Drake. Drake. The reason Jermaine Defoe went to play for this club is because Drake told him to.
1: Who the fuck would Drake even support?
0: Where's Drake from? Toronto? Yep. That's where he's now? Yep, five. I thought you just meant Prem teams. Nah. You got... You got... One more team. Sorry, I I think I missed... Yeah, you got one more team. You did Bournemouth. You did West Ham. Yeah, sorry, there's only six. (laughs) You're a fuck man. There's one more team. Uh...
1: I don't know, man. Shit. To be honest, he hasn't been good for a while,
0: has he? He played for during 2015 to 2017. They got relegated. I think they got relegated again from then. <laughs>
1: so they're in, what,
0: League One now? Yeah, something like that. They're not doing very good.
1: Oh, I don't know, man.
0: They played really boring football. Uh, Stoke! Roy Keane. No, no, that's close, though. <laughs> Roy Keane. Uh, Sunderland? Yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Hold on. I'm just researching something, James. Uh, James? Jonathan. I want to see if something comes up that I can work with. Dun 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 You're not that weren't bad, John. You got like three straight up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a bit of a struggle. Okay, let's do alright, I'm gonna make this easy for you now. Don't make it too easy. Okay. Well, I, I want to make it too easy because I just want to see how. I mean, how you should I know this. Got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. What are the teams LeBron James played for then? I switched it to the basketball just quickly Cleveland Cavaliers, yep. Miami Heat, yep. LA Lakers. Yeah. How comes. I'm looking at it. He went back to Cleveland Cavaliers. He started there and went back there. Yep. Why did he do that?
1: <sighs> he wanted to win a the championship there, supposedly. Okay. Uh, this is hometown team, so. Apparently, he you know, he felt a bit of allegiance for them. Which I don't understand because they haven't done nothing for him like, oh, yeah. whatsoever, but yeah. Okay. I'm going to do one more. And even then, listen, yeah. Their owner, the first time um, he left, literally chewed him up. It was literally
0: like, I don't know, it's a tirade against him, but yeah. Okay, I'm going to do two more, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a pain. Right, you ready? Yep. This one's easy. There's only four clubs. Well, oh, it's not easy. <laughs> Actually, there's one that you won't get, so I'm being a bit of a dick. <laughs> there's four clubs. Right? He's West Ham's tallest, most amazing bench warmer injury player. Fucking
1: Andy fucking Carroll. Andy fucking Why Carroll. Why are you making me angry? <laughs> I hate this prick so much. Go on.
0: Who has Andy Carroll played for? Liverpool, Newcastle, good. Obviously us. Obviously West Ham, yep. Who else
1: is this fuck on? Uh,
0: who's the fourth team? I can't even I can't I'm trying to think of a way that I could even hint it to you and I'm really struggling. Did you know that you played for this fourth team? No. I don't know. Uh, Preston North End. Really? (laughs) Like you really thought I was going to get that? (laughs) We're going to turn this into a competition, John. I'm going to have someone else on this podcast one day, right? It's going to be you and someone else. It's going to be a competition. But I'm not a football guy like that. Uh, uh, We'll do it with basketball. I don't mind. We'll make it work. Right, last one yeah go on. just because I actually can't believe how many clubs this person has played for obviously this is including loans <laughs> I'm not expecting you to get this I just also want you to realise how amazing Harry Kane is can you name the five clubs five fucking clubs yep that Harry Kane in his senior career not that Arsenal shit in his youth career not that I'm in denial about that <laughs> mm. in his senior career what five clubs has Harry Kane played for? So obviously, obviously, Ox, you guys. Spurs, but then he's been on loan to four other clubs. QPR? No. One's only down the road from here. Orient? Yep. Uh, Leighton Orient. One is known for rioting. More? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one is a place that I love. Norwich. Yes. Yeah. One more. I don't fucking know. (laughs) They won the league. Leicester? Yeah. Wow. See, I didn't know Harry Kane played for Leicester. I knew about Leighton Oren. I knew about Norwich. I didn't even know he played for Millwall. That there is justification for loaning players out, I just want to say. That's why you loan players out. Give them that experience, then they come back banging. You know what? yes. The issue
1: with British football is loads of players
0: go on loan, sure. They come back, they're still not given the opportunity. Yeah. Then what happens? I mean. But I think the other problem is the, then the big clubs mm-hmm. need a certain amount of British players in their like squad, don't they? So they buy really young, good British players and then loan them out. Or mm-hmm. they just sit on the fucking bench and never get a chance in the main mm-hmm. team. And they stagnate their career. That's think, my problem.
1: I think even a lot of the mediocre clubs don't really... Yeah, in terms of their starting spots, mainly foreigners. Mm. So if you go from say six to about ten in the prem, I guarantee you most of their team is gonna be you know foreigners. Mm. And obviously you know that's not a
0: good formula for building British football. But yeah, <sighs> you know. Well, I don't know. There's players like I really love James Madison. He he played for Norwich City, he played for Coventry before Norwich City, and he did a little loan spell in Scotland, and now he's playing for Leicester. Mm-hmm. And he's only just turned twenty two, and he's show and he's doing really well at Leicester, oh, okay. and i and he's starting in the first team, and that's the difference. Where like he's a young player that's like an England, you know, young under twenty one type of player, not anymore being the senior squad, but he's getting, he's getting all that experience, experience. Yeah, and he's yeah, playing because yeah. he's playing week in week out. He made the right move because in the summer there was rumors of Spurs possibly going for him, bigger clubs mm-hmm. going for him but yeah. he went to Leicester and that was a smart move I think for him because he's going to a club where he's going to play week in week out you know we've been quite lucky I suppose that Harry Winks is when he's not injured we've actually you Potts got England him lot, didn't yeah how did that happen people like him a lot do you like him I do like Harry, uh, Harry Winks yeah what does I do. he do He's just a very good um passer of the ball. He sees Is plays. he a good passer of the ball? Or is he a good British passer of the ball? Because there's two different things. Like let's be honest. I think he's a good passer of the ball. Okay. I think he's got potential. The problem is he's not very strong. So mm-hmm. I think he's he's very easy to knock back. But and personally if I was a manager I like to def- if I've got two defensive midfielders mm-hmm. I want them to be strong people. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. But we tend to have like one almost more like a centre mid role and one more like a defensive mid role. Mhm. Um, and, like, you know, that's where people like Dembele and Wanyama are decent. The Wanyama's career's kind of, since he got injured, he's kind of not been available, like, disappeared. Mm, yeah. But I, I don't say, know. You know, um, I've got a little
1: grievance. yeah. Go on. Let's Ree- end
0: with your grievance, John.
1: No, no, it's just related to what we were talking about. So, Reese Oxford, yeah? Yeah. This guy, a couple of years ago, yeah, he was 16, listen, yeah. and he played against Arsenal's first team. Yep. He was um, literally on the pitch to mark Mesut Ozil. Yep. Ozil couldn't do anything with him. Yeah. Yep. Literally, like his presence was just throwing him off, like left, left, right, and centre. And I think, to be fair, I think we either got a draw or win on that in that game. Yeah. Like something positive happened anyway. Now, like far towards three, four years later, yeah, you know, this guy is not even like on the fringe of the West Ham squad. He's gone offline. Yeah. He's where is he? Some. Borussia, not Dortmund, the other. I, I know yeah. what you mean. Yep. And yeah, there's just no opportunities for him. I'm just like, wow. Is that
0: West Ham's fault for the way that they're managing him and, and coaching him and dealing with so. him? I definitely think I think it's ridiculous. Or did he just have one game where he just, that was it, that was the peak of his career, he just had a fantastic game that day. And in, <laughs> but, train, in training, he doesn't show it. Do you know what I mean? Could there be an attitude as well? Like, we've got Marcus Edwards, who's meant to be really fucking skillful meant to be this quality player, but his attitude is really bad, apparently. I don't know, because how can you play in one game and then just not be seen from ever again? Mate, we got Vincent Janssen. Vincent Janssen ain't even got a squad number this season. That's how much we rate him. (laughs) He ain't got a number. He ain't at the squad. He plays for Tottenham. He ain't playing. He ain't in the reserves. He ain't nothing. He's getting paid, yeah, and that's it. And that's he's probably funny. like, I could go to a lower club and get less money, but no, I'm gonna stay and, and make more. Like, he must not love the game. I don't know. And he's stagnating his career massively because he's in his young twenties. Yeah. He was playing for Holland like international not that long ago, and now it's like oh wow, <laughs> disappeared from the whole world. Yeah, it has to be questioned whether he you know wants it or not. My other thing is that who's that West Ham like player that's really good, the young one? Who Rice? Yes. What's the issue with him? Because he won't sign a contract. <laughs> They, I think they try to lowball him to be fair and he's like fuck that Yeah, he knows his worth not only that but I think I heard United are sniffing around him as yeah well. I've heard big so, clubs are going to come around and sign him he's got all that potential hmm. I mean I personally haven't seen enough of him I haven't actually seen him play that much so I can't say I don't even think he's like our good. best young player to be honest No, I think our best young player is uh, centre back I forgot his name already
1: <laughs> kind of shows how much I love <laughs> French centre back man. He plays for like France under twenty okay. one. He's really good. Like really promising.
0: someone's screaming at this D-up. podcast right D-up. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We've covered a lot, John, in the two parts of our podcast. Yeah, I think well. episode three has been the most varied. Like we've gone from have gone literally left, right, and centre. We've mean. gone from clinic I, I, I've been. I won't lie. I've enjoyed part two. I've enjoyed the uh, Black Friday, the clinical trials, mm-hmm. and the, uh, the the game that you hated. <laughs> honestly, I don't see the point of me even playing that game. Okay. I, will, I tell you what, I will play that game with someone then. You find the player, yeah, and set me up on a competition. If we ever get Biggs on, okay, do it sure. with like some, because I would honestly test Biggs with like Lee Sharp, like Gary Patrick, like really old Man United players from the 90s. I will do that, I, and I bet Biggs will get it. And we'll have to do it with Renault. Yeah, yeah. Test his Arsenal players. Mm-hmm. Those are two people I want on this podcast at some point, John. Yeah, of course. We've got to get Big Son. Make it happen, yeah. We've got to get Renault on. It's got to happen. Mm-hmm. And I want to get Bob on. We have Big so Son on the if before, we do a Bob podcast, it's got, got to be on. about Canada. Mm-hmm. Just purely questions about Canada. <laughs> Just non stop questions. How much questions of a citizen
1: <laughs> are you really? How much do you really know? <laughs>
0: Just non stop
1: questions about Canada. That's what I want to ask him. I went on a date with a guy from Canada once. It was a weird experience. It was very weird. <laughs> I've dated a couple of Canadians. Yeah. Mm. Like, okay, I'm just going to say what happened Just because it's funny, yeah So, we went, funny enough, I took it to a bird,
0: you know Oh, uh, what, you going <laughs> to must? that's our spot, John <laughs> Our spot
1: Your voice went proper high right now <laughs> oh, damn Yeah, Anyway. Next thing you
0: know, you're going to be fucking podcasting with her I see how it is <laughs> About it Anyways If so, you start another podcast, you will be a podcast whore, by the way You've already got your bicycle one you got this winging it <laughs> one You start one more, you're like a podcast whore Just so you know <laughs>
1: The guys were probably asking me about this as well. Like, I, I swear, I was like, "Yeah, fuck you guys." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, went on a date with this girl from Canada, and went into Bird, and she ate this thing called poutine, which apparently is like yep. chips mixed with gravy or yep. some other shit. People love it. Yeah. Anyway, apparently it was weak. Yeah, and then I don't know, like. I get this vibe from her, I'm not really into her, but I'm like, okay, let me just be a gentleman, whatever, just for this day.
0: Oh, you you decide to be a gentleman, that's where I went wrong.
1: (laughs) Yeah, anyway, let me just keep going before you get yourself into trouble. Okay. No trouble. um, So, um We're just driving around kind of thing. I think I'm about to take her home and shit, yeah. And she starts talking about some other shit about like, you know, like LSD and all these different things and starts talking about drugs.
0: Yeah, like, on the first date, and
1: I was just, like, later, like... Are what, you... and how she's done it all and stuff? Yeah. I was yeah. just, like, bye.
0: Like, what are you doing? But that's the problem with dating. See though. you later. Like, when you date anyone from anywhere, you can date anyone from anywhere, so they might have had, like, a big background on drug. you know, do you know what I mean? Like, when you meet people in your social circles, mm-hmm. there are some connections that you have, yeah, and they so tend to be your type of people, yeah, do you know what I mean? They're people that you get along with, mm-hmm. that you trust, that you know, that you connect with for whatever reasons. Maybe they have the same morals as you, maybe they have the same kind of, I don't know, whatever, work-related things, ethics, whatever. But that kind of connects you in that type of way. Yeah. Honestly, that's what I always found with online dating, is you can meet someone who's completely fucking different to you. Sometimes that's exciting, but a lot of the time it don't work. But I don't know.
1: <laughs> like, my thing is, like, obviously you have conversations before, like, beforehand kind of thing, and then you kind of get slush them out. And at no time did all this drug shit come up So why is it Like you know like When we meet up and shit All of a sudden Like you know It's all coming out And it's just like Oh it's so jarring Honestly I was just thinking What the actual fuck I don't know But yeah anyway Dating is just overly complicated Nowadays anyway man It's not for me <laughs> But what can you do Because you know Blue balls are real as well Man I'm gonna get laid Blue balls are real <laughs> Man I need a date nah man listen yeah and here's another thing as well yeah shout out to my friend Andre he's got a podcast called um, Classroom Politics yeah Mm -hmm. and he talks about this thing about how um, girls have this thing where they're just constantly saying like, oh guys are wasting their time yeah surely it works the other way around does it not like a guy can surely get his time wasted like going through all these dates and you know it not like manufactured into anything Mm. So, really and truly, it's a two-way street. There's always a, a two-way street.
0: street. But that's the problem. People have all these ideas of how they expect the other person to be and how they expect the opposite sex to kind of react. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what stops people. I, I just think there's so many reasons why it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Online dating. Mm-hmm. And and that's from someone that, you know, did the majority of dating online in his 20s. <laughs> but I didn't find... <coughs> I personally didn't find it, it worked for that reason. I had a few relationships that lasted a little while because of it, but all the same issues of the, you know, we live too far away from each other, or they were this type of person that Mm. liked, you know, all about money, or all about this life, and I was this person, about this. Those problems were overall the problems that stopped us. Yeah, true. I don't know,
1: man. You know when you just think, why is life getting more complicated as it's kind of going along. Like I fi- dating and I think we said this before dating at say 22 23
0: seems to be way more simplistic is. than at 27 28 29 30. etc. there's et a, there's no pressure at that age, do you know what I mean? There's there's very little pressure to meet the right person at that age. I don't or, feel pressure now yet. It still feels complicated. <laughs> like Because most people that in there, you're, you, not, you're not quite there yet. But when you're in like your late twenties and your early thirties, most people want to meet the person they want <coughs> to settle down with. So p- there is more pressure. Mm. Whether the, whether you have it or not, the other the other person often has that kind of thing. I find that they want that that that's what they're looking for. My thing is obviously you know
1: it'd be ideal to be you know the person that you're gonna settle down with. Like if it was to happen immediately, that'd be great. But odds are it's probably not gonna happen like that. So, it's about dancing in the rain, isn't it, really? That's the way I kind of see it. You can't be too kind of, like, focused on, oh, you know, let's find the right person. Let's make a concentrated effort to find the right person. Like, I just think, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to do me. And, you know, when it happens, it happens. There's nothing wrong with that. Ultimately, it will happen. I I
0: think that's the best way to think. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that is the best way to think and the best way to be I do think sometimes people have to put themselves out there more so for example if you worked in a job where you never met anyone do you know what I mean yeah yeah of course we have quite social jobs so we don't really have to worry about that in that way Mm. but some people don't have that they don't work in a social job they work in a very small place where they meet the same people every day And if you do that and you don't really go out much or do much, then you're really making it very difficult for you to meet someone. Mm. But I think your social life isn't like that. So you kind of have got... Your work life and your social life isn't like that, where you've got opportunities to meet people. So that doesn't kind of work. Do you know anything is as well with me? yeah? You know when
1: sometimes you just fall into situations? Yeah. And sometimes I don't kind of, like, analyse or reflect, so... Some, something will happen kind of thing. And you're just like going with the flow a bit too much. Yeah. And then you just think like one day it's like, oh shit, how the fuck did this happen? It's just, I don't know, man. It's just a bit wild, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yes. And I don't know why. Right, I think we should wrap up there, John. Yeah, I'm actually waffling right now. So <laughs> no, John, it was a nice way to end the podcast. You sounded very Liverpool in there. No, <coughs> <John?
1: laughs> Do you know what? I was about to punch you in your throat. Do you you know reminded me of something I didn't want to be reminded <laughs> of. You. <laughs> Do
0: you know what I've got to say quickly? Honestly, honest, honestly, about a month ago, I've been working with some with someone for about I don't know two three months, mm-hmm. and literally like a few weeks ago, they just went to me. I thought you were American. ah <laughs> <laughs> they genuinely thought I was American. Why? <laughs> Apparently I sound American. It's not the first time. I had, I've had someone to, to tell me that I sound French, that they thought I was French, thought I was American, I thought I was Australian. It's kind of, it's always one of them three. I've, people always think I'm not from England. Like I have an accent, but I don't think I do. You I You have
1: an accent when you say ass, because you rarely say ass, you, instead you say ass for some reason, yeah. which I don't understand.
0: I watched a lot but, of American TV growing up. Yeah, I suppose. It's kind of everything I watch is American and every music I listen to is pretty much American. I won't lie, American culture, I do tend to like embrace myself in.
1: Yeah, as do I. You bit,
0: bit of British every now and then, I've got no issue, but my British kind of, sport for me, I like British sport, that's kind of where I'm and quite... Food. And food. And food, you're right, yeah. And booze. <laughs> booze, yep. Mm-hmm. And tea. But all that kind of is related to me, but then media wise, it tends to be American. Right, that's winging it, episode three. It's been real, guys. We we winged it again, John. <laughs> Absolutely winged it. <laughs>